When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Let's go. Good morning. Welcome to the show. We got a good one. Let me say this first. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Let me go over to Indiana where on the phone is Fire Chief Robert wanting to talk about uh, tell me something good that he heard on the show. Hello, Fire Chief Robert. Welcome to the program. Hey, Bobby, how are you doing this morning? Doing pretty good. Thank you for calling. What would you like to say? Well, we were uh, sitting out in a debate because I was in the fire station and was listening to Amy tell me something good, and we just caught the tail end of it. I think we were talking about our fire department where we uh, went on a run where a little 10-year-old alerted to her family that there was a fire there. Uh, we got there. We were able to make a grab of two guinea pigs and save them. And uh, it was just—it was pretty awesome to hear our names mentioned up there because of the bravery of this little ten-year-old. Um, that was just pretty awesome. I just wanted to say thanks for that. Wait, that was story. your fire department? Yeah, y'all saved S'mores and Scarlet. Yes, yes, S'mores and Scarlet. <laughs> Ironic name for one of them, obviously. That's what I said. Hey, look at that. Come on, that's so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, the story—if you missed the story. Mm-hmm. A little girl in Indiana saved her family when a fire broke out in their garage. Her name was Anna. She's 10. She was getting ready for school. There was a strange noise coming from the garage. And so the family were like, oh, crap. But they didn't grab their pets. Luckily, Huntertown Fire Department, and that's where you're from, right, Fire Chief Robert? That is correct. There we are. That's right. Yeah, is this the chief? Like at the end, I shared a quote. How Robert like, Boren. Yes, this is Fire Chief Robert Boren yes. from the story. We got somebody yes. famous on the phone. Wow. Said, I, wow! I loved your quote of just reminding people that if someone senses something's not right, like lean into that. I'm paraphrasing, but you know what I mean. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's amazing. Sometimes we want to blow things off and. Sometimes our children are more intuitive about what's going on around us than what we are. So we just need to listen up and pay attention and everyone can get out safe. Did you know this story made the news? So I I put it on Facebook and then it kind of made local news, but I didn't know it made national news. And all of a sudden I'm listening to Bobby Bones and I'm like, holy cow, that's us. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. This is awesome. I know. How about this? Who who was on this call? How many, uh, like what guys were out there saving s'mores and 
Scarlett. Uh, actually, it's the crew that's working today, ironically. So uh, there's a big group of us, and there was about two other departments that joined us also. So uh, it was a big group effort. Well, how many people are in your crew that are working today that were there? Uh, today, there's actually five of us. Perfect. Okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm, the five that are there with you right now, you plus five, um, we're going to send you guys some Pimp and Joy stuff to your firehouse um, because we just appreciate what you do, that you listen to the show, that you went in and saved these animals, what you do every day. Like, let's not let that be lost too like you mm-hmm. guys are risking your lives so we're gonna send we're gonna put send you on hats. hold yeah we'll send some hats um and just appreciate you we'll put you on hold get your address and send some stuff at the fire station how's that well we thank you so much this is awesome we really appreciate it thanks for uh sharing the story Dang. yeah That's thank like, you like i feel like somebody famous called in like, i this know is, honestly this is cooler than when tim mcgraw calls us let's be honest <laughs> right <laughs> yeah because no. when we tell me something, when we, do, when we do, I tell me something good. Like obviously, we really are shouting these people out. But the fact that the people we're shouting out actually hear it—that's mm-hmm. awesome. Now remember, after the tell me something good, though, we question whether it's worth going in to save a guinea pig. I remember pig. that. I remember that. Do you remember that? No. I- well, let's ask him. <laughs> so How did y'all feel about he's that? He's here. Let's ask him. Did you, were you like a guinea pig? <laughs> And rabbits, well, too. You know, so at first, we were like, man, we don't know if there's much hope. But, you know, we still have to try because, if anything, the family can really have closure if it wasn't successful. When we found them, when we found out that they were alive, uh, the tears of joy that were running down these little girls' face, the dad, like, hooting and hollering and just screaming at the top of his lungs out of excitement. Um, you know, it might just be guinea pigs to someone else, but for that family, it was everything. And that's why we do what we do it's not uh the small things or the minute things it's because for someone that's a major thing so we have to do whatever we can for anyone at all times dang i wish i wouldn't have questioned this <laughs> right i know and and i wasn't saying not say them i just wonder if the guys were like we gotta go on for guinea bag excuse of me boss. well yeah he just said they were like mm, but also i gotta say is that the first time y'all have ever administered oxygen to a little tiny animal like that uh we've done it for cats and dogs but we've never never done it for guinea pigs love and, it uh it worked well let us say it's been a real treat real honor to hang out do you still have the goatee i'm looking at pictures of you right now you have a cool fireman goatee you still have that oh yeah of course i can't lose that i'm a firefighter i agree like when i see a firefighter he better have some facial hair or i'm worried <laughs> All right. Hey, appreciate you. Thank you for doing what you do every day. We're going to put you on hold real quick, Ray, and we'll get his information. Uh, there he is. Uh, tell me yeah. something that comes alive. Hope you have a great morning. Thank you for calling. Thank you. You too. All right. How cool is that? I love it. What a That's way to so start cool. the day. Mm-hmm. All right. Time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. So my husband and I had an argument last night. I wanted to get your opinion on it. The argument started after I told him I wanted to join a little golf club by our house, which we just moved into. He didn't understand why I wanted to join a golf club when neither of us play golf. I told him it was so we could make new friends, and then he got totally defensive after that. He said at 40 years old, he doesn't have the energy to make new friends. He's happy with the friends we have who live 45 minutes away, and he's not interested in meeting new people. Is anyone too old to make new friends? Does he think we're going to stay in the house for the rest of our lives and do nothing but hang out with each other? I told him I'm joining the club with or without him, and now we're not talking. Hmm. What should we do? Signed, Friendless and 40. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Uh, You're never too old to make friends. It gets harder to make friends because you just have more going on. I think the best times to make friends are probably when you're a kid and then when you're old. Because well, you when have, you got nothing going on. Well, because you don't have work. If you're yeah. retired, you don't have kids in the house. I think otherwise it's it's tough. Yeah. I mean, I'm 42. I mean, I've probably made two or three friends in the past 
eight or nine years. Like right. friends that I would go, I need your help. Can you drop everything and come? That kind of friend. So you're never too old to make friends. It does get harder to make friends. Your husband's the Grinch. What's happening? It's not even Christmas. The guy's a bah humbug. Man, I related to him. Yeah, I know, but you, you shouldn't not do it just for the sake of we can't. Yes, it's harder. Go get in a group. That's uh, Go get in a golf group. You'll make new friends, especially if you don't have any friends where you are. Like you have to have some sort of group, some sort of social group, or you're going to go crazy. So you're never too old to make friends. It's harder to make friends. I don't think you're going to make a lot of new friends, but I admire you for going and, and dipping your toe in that water. Amy? Yeah, I think there's something like deeper here. If y'all are like literally not talking over this, we need, we need to go. We need to go have a little meeting, maybe get a third party involved and like see what's going on. I get not wanting to meet new friends. He feels content with where he's at, but he should also see your side and want to come alongside you and be like, okay, if this is important to you, then it's important to me and I'll agree to go to the club with you every once in a while. Yeah, and he probably, he'll probably be the one to make a best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be embarrassed about it. Yeah, but Eddie, you have no interest friends? No, well, what I see, I think the husband is talking about is, yes, you're too busy to make friends at this age, but also you're going to spend money to join a club. But the, I think oh. she just wants to join a club for something to do. Yeah. You're going to spend money to do stuff. Yeah. I, I'm more of the organic way of making friends, kind of like how well, we've done it. We've I'm like you. I've probably made two or three friends in the last eight years, too, because but, we didn't but really try. if you try. don't make them at work... But if you're like, an adult, it's hard to meet people. It really is. I get it. I get it. I feel like when I see Eddie, he's always walking around trying to make friends with everybody. Well, I, I think Eddie's just trying to be liked more than yes, make friends. Yes, that's Oh, are we getting great. deep here? I didn't, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> What's going Eddie on? Eddie just likes to be liked, you know? Okay. More than form long-lasting friendships. Yeah. But then, Eddie, let's ask you this. Like, if, if it was something that was important to your wife, would yeah. you try to see her side of it and make an effort? Totally. But a golf club, to me, sounds way too expensive but to try to make But you don't know. It could be cheap. I don't and know they what kind might of neighborhood they live in. It may not to, be a country club. Yeah. All right. If it's might less than $10 a month, I'm in. Okay. What are you going to Planet Fitness? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But, it but can't be cheap. Also, money's relative. We have no idea their situation. It might not be a thing for them. Yeah, they okay. emailed it on gold on gold paper. <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense. All right, if you want to email us, Morgan, what's the address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, to start us off on Fun Fact Friday, here is Jim from Ohio with our listener fun fact. Well, hello, Bobby Bones. Uh, fun fact for Fun Fact Friday is that there's no wind on the moon. So I've heard, I haven't gone and checked it out, but um, there's no wind on the moon. So supposedly Neil Armstrong's footprint is supposedly still there. Um, I'll probably never go and see it, but you know, yep, have a good day. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. I like it. But because there's no wind, <laughs> footprint can't blow away. Makes sense. Fun Fact Friday. Nice job, Jim from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Let's go. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! Counting them down five to one. Number five. At its peak, Pablo Escobar's cartel earned $420 million a week. Mm. <laughs> a a week. week. Ridiculous. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, I know. I am. It's almost half a... It's a lot. Let's think about this. 420. Almost half a billion a week. And That's, this was at the peak, like back in the day, when that mu that amount of money seems like a lot now. Imagine it back then. The money's crazy, guys, but that's the amount of drugs that they were selling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they controlled 80% of the worldwide cocaine market, which that's what, when I watch these cocaine cartel drug shows, I'm like, crazy. but what the crazy part is, is all the people that are up in arms about it, it's like, oh, yeah, so we can supply you Americans yeah. with all your party drugs. 
Yeah, but I, don't be mad at me. I didn't do anything. <laughs> She's what? yelling at us. Why, Amy, we never bought that I've never even seen it in real life. <laughs> me neither. neither. All right. <laughs> Number four. The Pentagon is 5.1 million square feet. That's a lot. And Zillow, that'd go for quite the yeah. tasty amount. <laughs> yes. But it's super cool because it was designed so that like every point in the building is less than a 10-minute walk from any other point. So, like, that's why the Pentagon, the shape is the way that it is so that they can get from point A to B without having to, you know, take half an hour. How many bathrooms that is? <laughs> a lot of bathrooms. Number three. Never odd or even spelled backwards. All those words. Never is, odd or even. Is spelled never odd or even. Mm, that's like race car. Weird. Spell race car backwards. It's, yeah, same it's the same race, race car. car. Yeah. yeah, like that. You know what that's called? Well, that would have been the easy one to use, probably. Is that onomatopoeia? No, no onomatopoeia is like boom, whack. That's lunchbox every time he tells <laughs> yes. a story. Yeah, boom, boom, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a palindrome. A palindrome. Palindrome. Yes. Oh. Good try. Palindrome. Hey, well, actually, Bobby said don't make fun of people if they've ever said the word out loud. That's right, because that means they've only read it. Yeah, and I probably learned it at some point in school, but I don't remember. I probably did. Thank you. Number two. The Calvin Klein cologne obsession can attract big cats like jaguars and tigers what? from like a half a mile away. And then they'll proceed to take long sniffs and cuddle against the source, enjoying the smell longer than they enjoy some of their meals. Dude. I think she's just believing a commercial. We need to take Calvin Klein obsession. <laughs> There's a jaguar licking the neck of a male model. I, feel like could, I've seen I that. could wear it and see what happens with my cat. But who would test that? I'm All right, we're going to the jungle, guys. Try out. <laughs> Try lunchbox at the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> Number one. Netflix employees get unlimited vacation days and a free subscription. The unlimited vacation days is pretty weird. It's cool. Awesome. It must mean that as long as you do your job, they don't care when you're not there. Right. So I Googled more uh, for this one because I really want to understand it. And it said Netflix employees have unlimited vacation because no one is tracking their time. Instead of micromanaging how people get their jobs done, the leadership focuses on what matters, results. They found that giving people greater autonomy creates more responsible culture. They also put out the memo, too. That's like, hey, if you're upset by some of the stuff we're doing, quit. They're like, really? we have programming for everybody. You don't have to agree with it, but if you're upset, you get, you get a little feeling, sir, you can quit right now. That's cool. And I was like, that's cool. I like that. And unlimited vacation. We couldn't do that because we have to be here at certain hours. But I tell you what, whenever you're not here on the show, unlimited vacation. Fat <laughs> <laughs> Friday. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. something good. Stephanie Bibb, she's a teacher at John F. Kennedy Elementary School, and she was in charge of starting a new program. She says, I got a great idea. We should start the Kindness Crew. And this is a crew of like 30 students, and they do things like hold doors for other students. They greet students and teachers with signs that say positive things on them, and they give hugs to other kids. It's kind of cool. It's like 30 kids involved in this Kindness Crew. You can almost do that with all your kids, Eddie. I you could. can create your own home kindness crew yes. with all of your children. Yeah, and they, my four kids need more kindness between them three. How receptive would they be to something like the kindness crew? It, it'd be difficult. <laughs> it'd be extremely difficult. Yeah, <laughs> all they do is fight. But no, I think this is so cool. I, when I was in school, I did um, safety patrols. Do you ever do that? No, but I love being hall monitor. Oh, no. I'd write somebody a hall ticket <laughs> quick. <laughs> People oh, picked no. on me in real life. You give me that little notepad. It was on. So <laughs> you're out in the hall. Yeah. So you were the Check cop it. like during classes when students shouldn't have been in the halls. Yes. If I didn't have a class. Oh, boy. You better believe it, oh, buddy. Oh, I got stuffed in enough lockers after school. 
was enforcing some justice. There's Bobby again. Hey, yes, the other right. way. Uh, great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the game everybody loves to play on a Friday. It's Easy Trivia. That's right. We Googled Easy Trivia for Kids. Amy. Yes. Categories Disney and Toy Story. Whose catchphrase is to infinity and beyond? Buzz Lightyear. Correct. Lunchbox, which Disney film includes the song Let It Go? Frozen. Correct. Eddie, whose nose grew longer every time he lied? Pinocchio. Correct. Remember Me. Remember Me is a song from what Disney Pixar movie? Coco. Correct. So you all got the first one right. Wow. So they start super easy. They get a little harder. If you miss it, you'll hear this. You've been boned. You just don't want to be boned. Last one standing wins. Mm. The category is companies. Amy, what company makes iPads and iPhones? Apple. Correct. Who is the CEO of Tesla, Lunchbox? Elon Musk. Correct. Just do it is what company's slogan, Eddie? Nike. Correct. Keebler Cookie Company uses what creature with pointy ears as their logo, Morgan? I think he's an elf. 
Correct. All right. Well, now it's showtime, baby. Come on. Let's get to level three. The category is game shows. Who hosted Who Wants to Be a Millionaire from when it debuted in the U.S. in 1999? Regis. Correct. Lunchbox, what game show host was known for their long, skinny microphone? Um, I don't know if he's known for it, but he had one. Bob Barker. Correct. What game show hosted by Howie Mandel, Eddie, contained 26 briefcases containing different sums of money? Deal or no deal. Yeah. Morgan, name a host of Family Feud. Steve Harvey. Correct. There's been a bunch of them, so I haven't taken any of them. All right. The next category in easy trivia, inventions. Amy, who invented the light bulb? Okay, hold on. Electricity is Benjamin Franklin. The light bulb is Thomas Edison. I think with electricity, too, like turning on the light, Thomas Edison. Your answer is? Thomas Edison. Correct. Lunchbox, what was the first name of the person who invented MySpace and became everyone's first friend? Tom. Correct. Eddie, Alexander Graham Bell is known for inventing what? The telephone. Correct. Morgan, what social media app was invented in 2013? It allowed users to create short, looping video clips with a maximum length of six seconds. Oh, that's tricky because there was Vine before TikTok. Can you repeat one more time? Sure. What social media app was invented in 2013? It allowed users to create short, looping video clips, maximum length of six seconds. Vine. Correct. Vine it is. State capitals. Oh. Let's go. This one always gets us in trouble with our listeners. Yes, I know. I know. They hate us there more. And it's like, you know, oh, I, 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 Amy. What? What's capital of Florida? I don't know. I've been to so many places in Florida, but I don't, I've never been to the capital. Uh, yeah, my La Paz, Bolivia. We're on the air there, too. I, I like know. to apologize. I know. I apologize. Like, I apologize, too. I, I yeah. Florida. Um, Tampa. You've been booed. This could, this could get us all in trouble. Yeah. I know. Like it's all of us. But get them right. Well, so what yeah. is it? <laughs> come on. Fort what Lauderdale? It? It's Tallahassee. Okay. What, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tallahassee, oh, Florida. Lunchbox. Yeah. What's the capital of New Mexico? <sighs> Son of God. Oh, mm. Dropping like flies. Mm. New Mexico. I only know two cities in New Mexico. What are they? Well, there's Las Cruces. Shout out, DJ. Uh, Who's DJ? DJ Suggs. Went to college with him. He's from Las Cruces. <laughs> and the other one is Albuquerque. How'd so, you say it? Albuquerque. Yeah, it's great. I love Albuquerque, by the way. Me too. Mm. <laughs> All right, what was that? We had to go with Albuquerque because that's the only other city I know in New Mexico. All right. That answer is? You've been booed. It's wrong. Santa Maybe Fe. we're all going to be back in it. You know what Santa I mean? Santa Fe? Oh, my gosh. No one's been there. Eddie. Yes, Santa Fe's beautiful. What's capital of Connecticut? What? Come on. Yes. I think I know a city in Connecticut. Oh, gosh. You can think of one. It's probably the capital because you've heard it before. Oh, my goodness. Connecticut? Where's ESPN? Is that Bristol? Mm. New Haven, Connecticut. Wow, that just popped into my head. Give me New Haven, Connecticut for the win. You've been booed. Oh, my gosh. Hartford. Hartford. Yeah. I oh mean, at gosh. least, you know. Hartford, Connecticut. Hey, Hartford. Morgan. Yeah, Morgan, you might win. Kansas. Woo!
Let's do it. That'd be cool. Let's go, Morgan. You can win with this one. Ah. What's the capital of Colorado? We're all good. <laughs> we're back in. Yeah, we're safe. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, we no, are. You guys are being awfully rude to her right now. I, I have no idea, so I can't even say anything. Denver. Let's go. Denver. <laughs> I know it's not Denver. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. What do you think it is, Eddie? Colorado Springs. That's where the would Air you, Force Academy okay, is. Okay, so would you bet? Ah, okay, I I'm just gonna... asking. You can bet against Denver. Would you bet $10? I'll, I'll let you bet 10 against me, and I'll take Denver, and you take the field. Any other town? Because you know it's not Denver. Mm-hmm. Would you How take much? $10? Yeah, let's go $10. All right, the capital's Denver. Woo! Morgan Good wins, job! and I won $10. <laughs> yeah! Amy, we lost. I don't care. Nice job, Morgan. If Morgan won, I'm fine with that. But think about it. What at one time we live in Nashville, and one time Morgan was asked the capital of Tennessee. Very true. And she said, "I'm very terrible Knoxville. at geography." I said, "Memphis." Memphis. <laughs> so I mean, don't we don't even it. know the own city we live exactly. in? Exactly. So what? My point is, don't take it personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. We're human. Did you learn a capital song though? No, I just memorized them all. I had a lunchbox as a kid that had all the states and the capitals, and that's kind of where I go. I need in to my, get yeah. one now. Well, there we have it. Well, uh, we got to go on our apology tour, so they'll be coming to the city they insulted. <laughs> Sometime near oh, you. Denver, I'll see you soon. All right. I think you should all call into the station you just insulted and okay. have to do an interview. All right. Okay, that's the deal. Thank you, guys. Morgan, congratulations. Thank you. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This kid, Will, who lives in Illinois, loves running. And as part of this project, he collected athletic shoes, athletic gear, money to be donated and delivered it all to a youth shelter in Chicago for his 13th birthday. That's pretty cool. The youth center helps people who are dealing with housing instability or homelessness. And so he chose that because he wanted to give them a sense of hope. He said a shoe can basically take you anywhere, seven grand and all the stuff. 13 years old. 13, that's kind of a jerk age, right? Oh, they're all jerks. That's like the hormones are really Yes. So the fact that Will did this at 13, that's extra, extra good. Will's a cool dude. Nice job, Will. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. 
because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the phone, Rebecca is on. Let's go talk to her. Rebecca, what's going on? I was calling as a joke. I bought a scratch-off yesterday, and I won $5,000. So I was going to make a joke and see if he wants to go with me when I go to claim it to hold the big check. Did you really win the money, or is that a joke, too? Oh, no, I really did. I stopped at a gas station yesterday, bought a $10 ticket, and won 5000 That's crazy. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So- you, you scratch it. Yeah. What was the three boots, three money signs? Uh, nope. It was number 22. That was it. That was the only number on the ticket that won. Were you in disbelief at first? Did you have somebody else check it? Oh, yeah. I scanned it and it said the Lotto Center. So, yeah, I was totally shocked. Lunchbox does not look like he wants to well, hang out with the, you right now. So, my question is, do you scratch it immediately when you get in your car? How do you do it? Do you go home? So, Lunchbox, since you're obsessed with Lotto, so the Jumbo Jumbo Bus Limited came out yesterday, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy some. So I had $60 in winning tickets. I went in and I played. I got six of the Jumbo Jumbo Bus. Scratched the first one, loser. The second one I scratched, and I didn't see anything, and I said, oh, number 22, it's probably a ticket. And I scratched, and I saw three zeros first, and I was like, holy crap, and I was in my car. So, yeah, I looked at it again, and then I immediately took a picture and sent it to my mom. I want you to know that I'm like you. I'm hoping one day that it's just my lucky day, and 5000 is great, but I would love to be a millionaire okay, like you guys are, one day. Yes, you guys thank are you. insane. 5000 is insane. awesome. What do you mean? That's what I'm saying. What do you mean you want one day to be it's your lucky day? Yeah, that it, was your lucky day. It's no, 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 no. That's it. $5,000. Put it in your pocket. That was today. It was yesterday, whenever it was. Uh, okay, you, you guys... No, she has the right idea. Like the five thousand is nice. Why not but, spend it on lottery tickets? But then? five million would be unbelievable. You mean like reinvest? Yeah. Why not just go hard? <laughs> you just see what she did. She took sixty dollars in winnings and went and bought more tickets and turned it into five thousand. So you guys say it doesn't invest, it doesn't work. It does. Rebecca, congratulations. And I'm never on your side. Oh, but until now. Until now. Yeah. Okay. Rebecca, thank you. Yep. Have a great day. <laughs> you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Five thousand dollars. She's like, I can't wait to really get lucky. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't understand the words you were saying to me right now. All right, let's go over and check in with the morning corny. The morning corny. What's the difference between an actor and a burnt rodent? Hmm. What's the difference between an actor and a burnt rodent? One is Chris Pratt. The other is a crisp rat. <laughs> crisp rat. Yeah, Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty, it's hard to say. We got to take a long time to get there. That was the morning corny. All right. Thank you. We're about to talk to Craig Morgan, who I just love as a person. For example, when I give you Craig Morgan songs that are amazing, that's what I love about Sunday from 2004. That's what I love about Sunday. Redneck Yacht Club from 2005. Fast track, and a party 
International Harvester Jam. I'm the son of a third generation. Yeah. He's got so many, right? But here's what we're going to do. He's about to be on the phone. I'm going to roll the dice. Whatever the number is, that's how many words you have to put in a question to ask him. So if Great. it's two, you can only ask him a question with two words. And everybody has to have a question. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay? Yep. Here we go. Amy. Six. Doesn't oh, seem that well, hard. That's good. Wow. You have to ask him a six-worded question. Perfect. Eddie. Come on. One. Oh, come on. You want to see it? This is ridiculous. He's not even going to know what to say. The dice don't lie. Wait. That, <laughs> so that's work. yours. Great. Lunchbox. Two. Oh, easy. That's easier than one. You good? Don't do that one, though. <laughs> no, okay. I, I didn't even think about that. Okay, so you all have your numbers. And you can have multiple questions, but Eddie, one, Lunchbox, two, Amy, six. Yeah. Okay. When can I ask the question? I'll come can to I... you and be like, hey, Eddie has oh, a question great. for you. It can't be in the middle of a sentence, because that would help. What do you mean? Run it by me. Like, like if he's talking about, like, okay, oh, I'll my talk friend. About oh, man, I was out on the road yesterday. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got the question in. That's funny. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, moments away from Craig Morgan. Ray's talking to him right now. The Friday Morning Conversation with Craig Morgan. There he is right now on the phone. And welcome to the show, my friend. Thank you, bud. Thanks for having me back. I have a few questions that I was thinking about because you at one time <laughs> were a police officer. And I wonder if, did you ever sing in your uniform with the badge on? Uh, yeah, I probably sang to myself a lot. <laughs> Do you think that you could have been the sing like the singing sheriff? Like on TikTok, if if that would have happened twenty five years later, if maybe you're Craig the singing sheriff and that's how you got your deal, I'm gonna say no. I was just too focused on on doing that job, you know. Only when I was riding around by myself or parked somewhere, maybe listening to something, singing along with the radio, did I sing. Otherwise, I was focused on situational awareness. Yeah, I know you say that, but I yeah. don't know. Um, what about? Did you have to get pepper sprayed to be a cop? Yes. What's your memories with that? I'd rather be tased three times as opposed to have to do pepper spray oh, once. It's that bad. Why? It's just brutal, man. It takes forever. You know, the tasing's over pretty quick. It hurts really bad initially. Uh, puts you to your knees and, you know, but, but the the, uh, the uh, spray stays with you for some time. Well, I thought I would rather be sprayed than tased, but I guess now I'll choose the other option. All right, bring it in. We're going to do it on the phone now. He's going to listen in. Uh, Craig Morgan's on with us right now. What I'd like to do, because I know what you love about Sunday, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing this to you, this question. I'd like to know <laughs> what you love about the other days. Here we go. What do you love about Mondays? Go ahead, Craig. Monday is my Sunday. <laughs> oh, because it's like a day off. Artist, it's like yeah. his day. Okay. Correct. All right, I'll start this to another one. What do you love about Tuesdays? Steak night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it. We're right, at the, we're right to the point. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Steak you have steak night. every Tuesday? What? Why Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Uh, just what me and my wife have been doing. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's try the next one. What do you love about Wednesdays? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you what I do on a Wednesday. <laughs> okay. 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 Amy, you take Thursday. Go ahead. What do you love about Thursdays? That's when I get on the bus and head your way. Okay. Oh, that's nice. good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We only got two more days here. What do you love about Fridays? That's when I get to stand on my stage. Oh, okay, we're good. good. Now he's got mm. the feel of it. We're singing Warmed the song up. with each other. Good. One more. Mm, mm, mm. What, <laughs> what do you love about Saturday? 
bike ride and run before I play. Oh, every Saturday you go get a, a bike ride. You ever and wrecked? run? Yeah. You ever, oh, triathlon basically. You ever wrecked before yeah. a show? Oh yeah, every I, I pretty wrecked. Every show. <laughs> He's like yeah, every show every Saturday. <laughs> no, but Saturday I do a long ride. How long is that? Fifty plus. Jeez. Wow. Oh my. Are you not tired when you get on stage? No, not at all. It gives me energy. I walk on the treadmill before show and I'm like, I can't even do it. <laughs> now, the show would like to ask you a question. Up first is Amy, my co-host. Amy, Craig Morgan's on. What would you like to ask him? Hey, Craig. Uh, so, Hi, Amy. Hi. How are you feeling right now? I feel great. There you go. Yeah. Do you have another one? I do. Okay, here we yeah. go. What did you eat for breakfast? <laughs> Three cups of coffee. That's it? That's my breakfast. I generally don't eat breakfast. They say it's the most important meal of the day, but I, I'm in Not for you. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go over to Eddie, our video producer. Eddie, Craig Morgan's on. What would you like to ask him? Yeah, why? Uh, I don't eat breakfast because I don't need the I don't need it for fuel. See, for me, I, I approach food a lot differently than most people. A lot of people approach food as a an experience and so on and so forth. For me, food is fuel. That's it. Uh, not to say that I don't enjoy my steak on, on Tuesday, Tuesday nights. Night. Yeah, Tuesday night <laughs> steak night, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I'm I'm a carb guy. I kind of watch my cars pretty close, and uh, I've learned that I don't really need as much as my mind once told me I did. Lunchbox, one final question for Craig Morgan. Favorite city? Oh my goodness, this is tough. I'm gonna have to say, why not North Dakota? <laughs> I like. Hey, I loved it there. Super nice people. It's cold. Craig likes cold. Yeah, this is crazy. Great people. Craig cold. Yeah. I don't like cold. Eddie, one final question for Craig Morgan. Go ahead before we go. Where? He said, <laughs> Mina, North Dakota. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Eddie doesn't listen. Last thing. I remember now what triggered this call. I saw you were doing your tour. And long ago, I said, hey, Craig, we really need a tour t-shirt. And Craig promised me a tour t-shirt. And you know who doesn't have a tour t-shirt from Craig Morgan? Come on. You know who still doesn't have it? Me. Yeah. That's right. Eddie, ask him who. <laughs> no, <I'm> good. <laughs> that's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm still shirtless, Craig. Well, I have to give you one of the older ones. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They're hard, they're hard to find. We're, yeah. we're these guys. All of my guys. You're not going to believe this because, of course, you asked this question. Now they have literally been on Etsy and everywhere trying to buy up old Craig Morgan T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying they've been looking for me one or looking for you to have old ones? Looking for one for your wife. That's right. That's who it's for. Yes. Okay. I mean, I could do that. I go to Etsy and try to find one. Okay. No, no. No, no. I got your T-shirt coming. And we'll make sure you get one of the new. Both of you have one, and you'll have to wear it on the show, the New God Family Country Tour T-shirt. Okay. We're there. We cannot wait to see you in town here, but Craig Morgan's all over. You guys go to CraigMorgan.com. You know, I love you, and I'll see you soon. Thanks a bunch. A voicemail from Mariah in Dallas, Texas. I was just listening to the post show from the other day, and you guys are talking about skydiving. And my husband and I are avid skydivers. I'm at about almost 500 jumps. He's at almost 900 jumps. And I can tell you that skydiving is really safe. There are hot dogs kill more people than skydiving does. So, Eddie, have fun and enjoy the jump. You know, they say that... Oh, just delete this. This is stupid. <laughs> she gave up on her call. She did. She quit halfway through. What? But before she told us to give up on the voicemail. <laughs> That's funny. That was good, Mariah. I but like I that. like that slogan. So, Eddie and Abby both said their bucket list is to go skydiving. The rest of us have done it. I hated it. It's stupid. But... 
you, you have four kids and you, you had to get permission from your wife. Yeah. Did you? No, not yet. I oh, you didn't asked. ask. I haven't no. asked yet. I haven't asked yet. Do you have to wait till like the time's right or can you just go in today and be like, hey, can I go skydiving? It's probably better just to ask it while she's like doing something like in the Do middle of something. Do not put it on me though. No, I won't. Don't say, hey, it's for the show. Nope. Okay. Because I don't want her, who's friends with my wife, to be like, are they doing some sky? Uh-uh. <laughs> Do I phrase it like, you know, I've always wanted to go skydiving. Yeah, and say, hey, now there's an opportunity that... Abby brought it up. She wanted to do it. I could do it with her. I think we're okay because like a, a, a few months back, Scuba wanted me to go skydiving and she was cool with that then. You know, so she'll be fine. Okay. Let us know next week sometime. You got it. All right. Uh, coming up in a second, we're going to do uh, basically two lies and a truth. What'd you call your game here? I just two fake, one real. Okay. So she's going to give us three statements. Two are fake, one's real. I spent all night thinking about this game. Oh. Because what the answer is that I am sure is the real one is so easy that it can't be real. She's going to give us three. Two of them are fake. One of them is real. It's about her life. We're going to figure it out next with Amy. And then we have a caller on who wants to know why Lunchbox is always upset. We'll get to that, too. That's next. On the phone in Amarillo, Texas, is Tiffany. Tiffany, thank you for calling the show. What do you want to say? I have a question for Lunchbox. Go ahead. Why are you always so angry at everything? What, what, What have I been angry about? I don't think I've been angry at all. (laughs) <laughs> every little little sometimes in every segment there always seems like you've something angry about with it i don't think so i think sometimes i get frustrated or i'm shocked by things and i think you're mistaking that like surprise feeling as anger your surprise sounds angry or maybe <laughs> it's more saying. like your passion sounds angry yeah, yeah, yeah maybe yeah, i'm yeah. passionate about something i don't know like can you give me an example you get you do get upset like, about like give me something that i got upset about in the last week well, uh, anybody some- winning the lottery. Here we go. Anybody. That is frustrating. Anybody right. making more money than you in any way, shape, Anybody or getting any sort of opportunity that has nothing to do with what you've tried, but they get an opportunity and you're like, oh, that's stupid. I didn't get it. Yeah, that's frustrating because they weren't even trying to be an actor and they get it handed to them on a silver platter where I've been working my tail off. You haven't. Not your tail. You've taken a few glasses. Um, that's working my tail off. More worth than she's put in. Uh, t- Tiffany's already getting angry, so uh, oh thank you for the call. We we understand why you would say that, and and we appreciate you listening. <laughs> All right, thank All right. you. Y'all uh, have a good one. Bye, Tiffany. Uh, okay, we're gonna play a game here. Amy sent me this. I don't know the answer to it. I've been oh. very excited about this all night. Oh, you're gonna play too? Well, because I ran it through my head like 20 times. I don't know the answer. <laughs> And it just seems like I will know the answer immediately, but if she pitched the game like this, it can't be as easy as it seems. So, the game is two fake and one real. Right, Amy? Yep. She has three things. I'm going to let Amy say them, but she got three statements. Two of them are fake. One of them is real. We have to find the real one. Now, I don't know the answer. I think I know the answer, but then I'm like, that's too easy. That can't be the answer. (laughs) Amy, let's go. Number one. I saw a raccoon on a leash. Okay. Like somebody walking a raccoon? Yes. Okay. Like a pet. Sort of like I walk my cat. You saw a raccoon. A on raccoon. A okay. The next one. I have been invited to be on a soap opera. The next one? Well, I've told y'all my kids want a baby. And I I carry my cat like a baby and we're finally starting the process of adopting another baby. And you have mentioned yourself that you wanted another baby. You have said that, yeah. Yeah. I Yes. And it just was like a matter of figuring out when the time is right. Can we ask a question each? We get one question, period, about all three of them. You can ask any question you want. She'll answer it. You don't have to be honest. You can turn to full list. 
So if we say, why the raccoon? You'd be like, well, it was on 3rd Street. It was. You can make up whatever. We're just, mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, Lunchbox, you get one question about these. Go ahead. Okay. Where are you adopting a baby from? It's domestic. And if it's domestic, I guess you don't want to share with because it's a new... Yeah, good call. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it just it's, it's domestic because I mean, my two adopted kids currently are for Haiti from Haiti, and so we have considered that. But it's just difficult there right now. And originally, our plan was to do domestic anyway. Okay. Eddie, who was walking the raccoon? A man. Interesting. What's the, what's the worst question I've ever heard in my life? I, I, I don't know. know. I don't know which one is. I don't know that, him. That's a, that's a terrible question. I don't know which one's a man one's or a woman. We think so. she was going to say. A kid. A man. Thomas Rhett. I mean, what? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. John <laughs> Hardy. Yeah, like, like what? Uh, Blake Shelton. That yeah. would have been believable. All right. Two are fake. One's real. Which one is real? Uh, the real one is A, the raccoon, because I have, I forgot all about this, but I was eating at a hamburger place. The guy had the raccoon there on the table. I have video. What? Yep, so I You've know it's seen the raccoon. It too? I have video. I'll pull it up. Then maybe you should have pulled yourself you out of the competition if you literally this? saw the raccoon. I, I totally forgot you. about it until you, you said it. You saw a man with a raccoon No, I meant, I meant to send it in, and I totally forgot until you just said How it right now. How do you forget that? Okay, uh, Eddie. Well, it's the raccoon, 100%. No, you don't. <laughs> yes. You don't know yes. that. You're not adopting a baby, if and you're not asking another had seen a raccoon in their neighborhood, he should have taken himself out of the competition, for the record. Well, I, I didn't know that that was going to be part of the thing. That's true. Until she said it. But then you should have played it cool and been like, I'm going with the raccoon and not known why. <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> it's, it's easily the raccoon sure. now because he's seen the same raccoon he in the neighborhood. Saw the raccoon. I'm going to go with the soap opera, though, just for the, just for the heck of it. Uh, uh, all right. Amy? I saw a man walking a raccoon. Right. That's crazy, though. But- I honestly, I, I'm. It's kind of cool. Lunchbox has video because I thought nobody was gonna believe me because I don't have proof. Because I did it. I was driving and didn't have time to take any video. That sounds Lunchbox playing a video for some reason in the studio. I'm so, I'm just so, so I, you know I'm not you lying. Can, and it's can, at a restaurant and can, it's on the table. You can turn the volume down. Yeah, yeah, you can hit down. <laughs> turn it up. What restaurant? A little hamburger place. Okay. You already said that. Well, That's crazy, y'all. There's a man in town walking around with a raccoon. That is pretty crazy. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Like, I've never seen that in I my mean, life. I mean, it's crazier that it was on a table in a restaurant, if I'm being honest. <laughs> so dirty. I just thought there's no way y'all were going to believe me because I didn't have proof, so I thought it'd be fun to play a game. Why did you pick two unbelievable, super unbelievable uh, super things? super unbelievable. I know it would have been on. like, no. today at three, I'm dyeing my hair fully blonde. No. Like things that actually yeah. could happen. We, or, I actually could be adopting a baby you're right not, now. No, you're not. Not right now. I actually. But you're not. So you're not. You, they actually did tell me I did a good job at the acting thing to where maybe they consider me for other but opportunities. But you're not. So you can't argue. Okay. But all that's believable. <laughs> uh, you saw a raccoon. Hey, good for you. <laughs> and I, I apologize, Amy, that I, I should have stepped out. I just didn't. Like once you stepped out, I was like, oh my God, I forgot all about that video. And I know the answer. <laughs> I saw it too. He sends it in tomorrow. Yeah. God, I, you'll never believe what I, I saw. I saw. <laughs> but it's the guy's pet. It's literally his pet. And it go. And I talked to the server at the restaurant, and the, he comes in there at least once a week Amy, with the raccoon. Thank you for the game. Uh, it was a good game. I Amy. like that. Next up, lunchbox. You make one of these. Okay. You will never believe what I saw, I saw at a restaurant. Raccoon at a restaurant. <laughs> when you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. 
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Super dumb. I think it's the dumbest thing you can do. One of the first couples to marry over Zoom has divorced. Uh, they still haven't met. Like, how dumb? Hey, you, you, you get married over Zoom to somebody you never met. Oh, my gosh. Met. I don't have a problem with you getting married over Zoom. If for some reason during the pandemic you're in the military, you can't get to your your guy, your girl, and you've been planning. Okay. But you ain't never met them? Ah, it's dumb as crap. All right, one of the first couples <laughs> to meet and get married over Zoom is divorcing. They still haven't met in person. The woman claims this guy's been unfaithful and is back with his ex. Okay. They've never met. They've never met. So probably, but you expect otherwise? Why do you expect anything? A 26-year-old British woman filed for an annulment from her American husband. He's 24, three months after marrying him. But can you annul after three months? Yeah, I think that might be the window. I'm not sure. They still have not met in person. They met online during quarantine. Things were good. How do you not get together? I mean, different countries. COVID. <sighs> travel. Lockdown. How do you still not get together? <laughs> You're married. So it's the dumbest thing I ever heard. One of, one of them. Yeah, it's the dumbest thing. So what I've asked the room to do is, and I will say by a show of hands, who would like to share? Because some people may not have the dumbest thing, but everybody, the floor is open. Who wants to share the dumbest thing they've ever done in their life? Oh, yeah, I mean, I... I Eddie's hands up, Lunchbox's hands up. Yeah. More, oh, Morgan's hands Okay, I'll go <laughs> oh, first man, just okay. to kind of break Maybe it up. You're not going to do it? I want to hear y'all's first. Okay. Well, the dumbest thing that I've done in my life is, and mine are similar-y, uh, push the button, and I got fined a million dollars by the FCC. Oh, yeah, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Definitely I remember dumb. that. But mm-hmm. you learn from it. Yeah, yeah, and I hope 
Others did too. We have to take a test. We're reminded it. every year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the entire company has to take a test now because of just- a button I pushed and then. The million dollar fine that came after that. And I remember seeing it pop up on the screen like it, it, was, it was a wreck. Another dumb thing was I had a great idea for a bit once and then Lunchbox and I did it and he went to jail. Was that yours? I'd like to piggyback off that. Okay, so I'm going to let Lunchbox go then. Okay, good. <laughs> good. So I'll just take the million dollar fine. Yeah. You, I'll let you have the other one. Go the, ahead. The worst thing I ever did was take this job. The dumbest thing. The, not the worst. The, the dumbest. Yeah. The dumbest thing I go. ever did was take this job <laughs> and have a meeting with uh, my boss, Bobby, and we come up with this great idea that I'm going to buy pantyhose, put it over no, no, my... No, you're going to buy gum. Well, no, no. I'm going to put pantyhose over my face, then walk into the convenience store and buy a pack of gum yeah. with pantyhose over my face. So I did that, and then I got arrested at gunpoint and thrown in the slammer, <laughs> and my... It's yeah. crazy. Is that, that day to yeah. me? Crazy. Here's what I remember. All right. Lunchbox was going to be hilarious. Had some pantyhose and an egg. One of those eggs. It's like, okay, go in and we'll see what happens. You just buy gum. Be nice. What's the egg? It's it. But pantyhose was in. Oh, yeah. I, legs. Say, I got you. Get yeah. legs. Yeah. Leg. Is, is, is the dumbest thing we could have done. Dumbest thing dumbest. we ever did. Oh, wow. That was loud. And I said, <laughs> just go in, but be nice. It'll be on the phone. Just buy gum, but you're wearing pantyhose on your face. And it's I waited in line. I had to wait in line. And people <laughs> yeah, and somebody was ahead of them. Yeah. Oh and I was God. on the phone the whole time on the air. Like a. What a robber waiting in line. No. Right. Come yeah, on. But, so no. he does it in the bit. Nothing really happens. And we're like, well, that's kind of a dud. Mm. Except. Yeah. They see him. They hit the panic button behind yeah. the counter. Held him at gunpoint. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And they, I got thrown in the slammer. They, they came to arrest me, and I was like, you ain't taking me in. I ran. Oh, is that right? No, but they were like, <laughs> we're, we're coming back for you, and they didn't. But, yes, he was in jail. <sighs> so that is the dumbest, dumbest thing, thing I've ever done. He called, and he was like, I can't get a hold of my parents, or would you tell my parents my message? And I was like, yeah, well, I'll tell him. So hey, I, was he all like big voice like the way he normally is? We, yeah. were, we were both young and dumb. Okay. I was 22, man. Yeah, I was 23. Dang. And we got pulled off the air for weeks. And every show was like gloating. Ah, we told you they wouldn't make it. That's right. We came back. We're number one for 10 years after that. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But well, it was the, the dumbest thing we ever did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dumbest thing. Eddie, you raise your hand. Oh, my gosh. Mine's pretty dumb. Were you uh, scared in jail? Well, I was sitting there and there Be was honest. no no no, I'm gonna tell you what happened. There was, was two guys there was two guys that came in and they had tattoos all over their face and they start talking about what they did and they're like, What'd you do? And I was like, Man, I ain't saying He's I, like, I don't wanna say I killed Yeah, because they were like they were like, Man, it's all right, we'll be out in like six months. I was like, Oh my gosh. Six I was, months. I was like, I better be out by six o'clock. Uh lunchbox, ah. by the way, they charged him with terroristic threatening, but yep. then it was all dropped because he didn't do anything. Oh good, good. Yeah. Do, there's no. You can go into Halloween. People go into masks all the time. Anyway, is it still dumb? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, okay. I'm gonna get off this. Uh, Eddie, go ahead. Man, this is the summer after I graduated high school, and I was headed back home from a party, and my house was about I don't know about a, a two minute drive from the city. It was a dirt road, and there's no one out there, and I see someone walking in the middle of nowhere, and I'm like. Am I seeing things, or is that really a person? I back it up. It was really a person. They were hitchhiking. I picked them up, and I took them to wherever they were going. They said, I'd give you money if you take me wherever, you know, across town. This was like a 10-minute drive across town. I'm like, all right, I'll take them. I took them, dropped dropped them off. I told the story to my friend the next day, and a week later, the mugshot was all over the news. It was a someone wanted for murder, and I had picked them up and taken them to a, a, a hotel. What? They could have totally killed me, but they didn't. Thank goodness. But that was the almost dumbest thing. the dumbest thing I've Al- ever done. Almost. I mean, almost. I was pretty dumb. The, yeah. the dumbest would have been if you got murdered. 
Well, no, I wouldn't yeah. be here to tell you that story. Yeah, I mean, you just gave someone a ride. Yeah, there was no real. It was a murder. There was no real ending, though. Maybe you took someone to murder. He, you took him somewhere else to murder. Guys, they oh, were headed no. to Mexico. Oh, no. Eddie took him. Oh. Did they get No, 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 Right? Man. Man. Oh, my goodness. He was older than me. How old? uh, Not like uh, illegal, but he was older than me. Um, And it was so dumb that by the time I finally realized I needed to break up with him and I broke up with him, he paintballed my parents' house, he egged my parents' house, and then he drove through my parents' yard, which then my dad had to like go out and like handle all of it. So I look back on that moment and I was like, that was pretty dumb of me to date that man. Yeah. You keep saying man. Too, right? <laughs> I know. Yeah, man. You were man. underage. Yeah. See, there's, <laughs> a, there's a real consequence there, right? See, that, yeah. that, that happened. Okay. Does any, can anyone beat any of these? If, I mean, I mean, Ray. Eddie's. You know, Ray's got a pile of. Ray, dump. can you close the show? I mean, the ones I can talk about. This one, <laughs> so it still affects me to the day. The dumbest thing I ever did. <laughs> so my vehicle. You guys see the scrapes on the side of it. It was all a college night, and I was with South Beach, and we we're at the Hilton Hotel, and we parked there, and we had dinner, and it was like, and we were leaving. So we go to the thing, and it says twenty five dollars. Well, me and South Beach didn't have twenty five dollars, and I was like, dude. I've seen people do it before. You can actually go around these little parking machines and then you don't have to pay. So you could maybe do that if you had a smaller car, not an SUV. So I go around, get stuck in between the pay machine and the wall. And then I just keep gunning it. And I'm like, and then I back out and then I get back out and I finally wiggle my way out. And I look at the damage of my car. Called AAA, it was like over 5000 never got it fixed. And Hilton looked at the fir- footage, and they are like, yeah, you can uh, pay us $1,000, and we're doing you a favor to help fix the parking machine. They saw you on the footage? Oh, yeah. It was all there. Going I mean, back and forth. My tire tracks are probably still there. <laughs> I would actually love to watch that video. So you'd probably say that was the, the dumbest thing. Well, I'm surprised Scuba Steve doesn't have one. He's got a story for everything. But Scuba, are you just going to pass on this one? Some of them could be incriminating and in I think it. So. Yeah. No. He, he was the hitchhiker you picked up. Oh, <laughs> he did look like it. He was the hitchhiker. All right, thank you all for your stories. That's the segment we call. That was the dumbest, dumbest thing. Ed, or done. Amy and Eddie, almost yeah, the that dumbest. Was pretty dumb, guy. Bones. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Oklahoma. A 71-year-old woman went through the drive-thru at Little Caesars and said, yes, I'd like a pizza and some crazy bread. The 17-year-old employee was like, sorry, ma'am, we ran out of crazy bread for the night. She said, excuse me? She said, yeah, we don't have any crazy bread. She got out of the car, reached through the window, bam, bam, slapped him twice. All because of no crazy bread. Or did she have extra crazy bread before she got there and she went crazy? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh (laughs) Sound like somebody had a little too much crazy bread. Crazy people eat crazy bread. What is? I don't even know what crazy bread is. I don't know. It's just like... (laughs) Uh, breadsticks with Parmesan cheese on it. Oh. So it's like a breadstick. Yeah. Doesn't sound too crazy. It sounds no, it's good. really good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good. Really good. And, but I mean, it's got butter, of course, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, uh, what's, the, what's the lesson we learned here? Uh, That's what I'm going to ask you after every one of these for a while. <laughs> oh, what's the lesson you learned from this bonehead? Maybe don't go crazy over crazy bread. Huh. I mean, that's don't, maybe don't, don't hit somebody, people. but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah don't slap people. Yeah, yeah. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. So... 
Eddie stole Lunchbox's bike for another one of these stupid reels. Yes, he is so. Eddie, your reels are so annoying. Give stuff. So annoying. Stop with so reels. Stupid. Well, after the whole, you know, like, oh, you can't use my name and likeness. I was like, this is even better. I'm gonna just run with this all week. So he took your bike so and he rode to work. I ride it to work and I go out to leave and my bike's gone and I'm like. What in the world? And so oh, I was he like, filming you looking for your bike? That's yeah. funny. Yeah. See what I'm saying? No, no, no. I don't know he's filming me. And so then well, I of go. Of course. That's why the prank is a prank. <laughs> and then I had to go out in the garage and look through all the cars and all the stuff in the garage. And I find my bike and I'm getting on it. And run, Eddie comes running out with his camera. He goes, oh, did you find your bike? <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Come on, bro. I like that one. Like we got to get one. creative with these reels. Okay. So now, next time I'm just going to steal his car. I like oh, it. Or wait, his kids. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. He goes home. His kids are gone. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny. I'm going to go park your car at the McDonald's down the street. And, oh, hey. got you on a reel. Eddie, you're real. The fact that you want to do all these reels for Instagram and make yeah. videos so you can get paid a nickel, uh, it's so annoying. More than a nickel. But you're just so annoying with this. Okay. I but love doing hey, it, dude. Hey, but that one's that's funny. Really like, no, no, here's what's funny. <laughs> and then he decided, oh, I'm not going to post it. It's not that funny. Well, I might post it at a later date. You may post it today. Yeah, I like maybe. to see it. Okay. Like, but it's not even that funny. He can't see me looking for the bike because oh, he's can. all the way hey, upstairs. It was funny. You can hear him walking downstairs and he goes. You can hear him? Oh, because I had to be behind him. I couldn't be in front of him. Okay, so this I'm not stupid. All right. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.